Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hello, we finally did it. We have Just Between Us podcast merch available for you guys. It is up on justbetweenuspod.com and you can go and get sweatshirts, t-shirts, mugs, stickers. It's all amazing. I mean, it's very good stuff. I'm impressed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We have an amazing international question sweatshirt. We have, is this a date? Would you forgive this liar? Would you stay with this cheater? All of America's favorite game shows available as stickers and mugs and shirts. Um, It's some of our best work, I think. I think it's like our best merch ever. I'm very excited. (laughs) It's our best merch ever. So go to justbetweenuspod.com and get all of the merch for our podcast and then send us pictures of you wearing it. Oh, yes. Forever. Dog. Welcome to Too Long Did Read It, our weekly exploration into Reddit's strangest, most shocking and alarming, but also mildly satisfying posts. Alarming really threw me. Yeah, they're not really that alarming. Sometimes it's alarming. Sometimes it's truly alarming. Well, I'm trying to, what I'm trying to do is a, a clickbaity type of intro. Yeah, I like it. Followed by really mundane content. No. It's oh not mundane. It's not mundane. Oh my I'm God. Just well, can we start with one of the ones that you sent, which was the mildly infuriating, if you want to go clickbaity? Oh, let's do it. Okay. okay. So there's a subreddit called mildly infuriating, which, um, Seems perfect because we all have that. Oh, I love it. I mean, honestly, sometimes I get more upset about like such silly things than like when a huge bad thing happens. Right, exactly. (laughs) Mildly infuriating. (laughs) Okay, so this poster said, the resort me and my wife stayed at booked us a room where they have one of those doors that conjoins the neighboring room. The little kids who were there kept trying to open it to our room the whole night due to curiosity, until I called the receptionist to remind them to stop. Happened a few weeks ago during our vacation to Vietnam. Not sure why they would book us into one of those rooms instead of just independent rooms since there were only two of us. This is not mildly infuriating to me. This is very aggravating. Yeah, fully infuriating. Yes, because usually at one of these, at the hotels where they have the adjourning doors, there's Mm -hmm. a door on your side and a door on their side. And you can't get to the other one unless yeah, it's locked. unless your door's open too. You but know? I have to imagine that maybe they had that, but you could just still hear them knocking on their door. Oh, knocking. knocking. Yeah, I was imagining them like trying to open it, open it. Somebody but wrote, that's their parents' problem. No, somebody wrote that um that they remember as a kid wanting to do that so bad. Which I think I always was intrigued by the the double door, the middle door. But I felt like I felt like I would get in so much trouble or that the person on the other side would be like a kidnapper. So I was like, why would I ever mess with that? Yeah, someone said, next time, just pound back hard and yell like a monster. That will stop them. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I is interesting about the mildly infuriating subreddit is that a lot of times people use it to bitch about their partners. And I'm always like, does your partner know that you're just like shaming the way they load the dishwasher here on this Reddit account? 
Okay, so a thing that blows my mind is I've been seeing on Twitter people like actively complaining about their current partner. It's their current partner. And I'm like, but like about real life stuff, like not dishwasher things, but like about how like they've like really hurt them or let them down oh, in like no. big significant ways. And I'm like, but can't your partner see this? Like how is this, how, how is your relationship okay that you're talking so publicly about this? That's what I'm saying. Like it's so, like it'll be like, Something where I swear to God, it'll be like, this is the way that my partner eats a sandwich. And then it's like they only ate the they didn't eat the no, crust that's or whatever. Not what I'm talking okay. about. I'm talking about it's like my partner doesn't care about COVID, even though I have long COVID and they're not supportive <gasps> of me in any way. And like things that are like real, real deep problems. Do they want the information to get back <laughs> to their partner? I don't know. <laughs> or it's like they're looking for support without realizing that like it's public. Support. Are they are they people like posting under their real names? Like yes. their full name? Oof. Yeah, they need to take that to Reddit where they can be more. Where they can right. be anonymous. Yes. Right. It it's feels really it feels attacked. Like yeah. they want people to see it. But I, some of these are like I would be really embarrassed if my partner posted. Like some of these I like I understand that it's like not like saying, "Oh, my partner doesn't give a shit about me." But some of it is like really like I would be so embarrassed. It'll be like my partner and it'll be something like really messy or really like like I was like, I don't want people to know that I like didn't fully scrape the spatula clean. Like, I don't know. It's just like, why would you shame them on the Internet for that? What you do is you hold it all in. It bubbles up inside of you. And as soon as you break up, then you talk about it endlessly online. That's a healthy relationship. Trajectory. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, do they tell their partner before they post this? I have no idea. It's really bizarre to me. But speaking of posting things, can we just get topical? I'm sure there's Reddits about it, but the whole Jonah Hill situation. Oh, my God. So what do you think about her posting those private texts? Because I've seen some people be like, she shouldn't have done that. But I think she absolutely should have done that. He's a public persona. And if he has dirt on him, I think if you're a public person and there's dirt on you, it's pretty range. He doesn't think he did anything wrong. Yep. When he sends those, he's not thinking no, she, she will screenshot these and use them against me because in his mind, he's not saying anything wrong. No, because like he thinks that he's saying something that's overly therapized. Like he thinks that he's, yeah. com- he's saying that these are my boundaries. These are my boundaries LOL. when they're not boundaries. They're right. controlling. They're controlling. The they're red flags. They're manipulative. Like he made a whole documentary about him going to therapy that his therapist was in. And so he thinks he's coming from a place where it's like, you know, I'm the good guy. He said, I'm the best boyfriend ever in the text messages. Yeah. It's, it's, and so the, but he's trying to change somebody who is a semi professional surfer to not be that person anymore. That's ridiculous. Well, this is the thing is that I was just talking to a friend and, and I went through domestic violence in college and I was talking to a friend who was getting out of a relationship where the guy hit her. And like, we both kind of had this mentality of like, but we're so like outspoken and big, like nobody could do this to us. And I was like, here's the thing is that these guys don't go for the meek Girls, Mm -hmm. they go for the strong ones and then break them. That's what's interesting to them is to go for the ones that would be like big personalities or do enjoy, you know, like having a group of friends or having like what, you know, have stuff going for them. Uh And then their joy is in breaking that down. Yeah. And then he's like calling her immature and stuff. And it's like she's 25 years old and you're almost 40. Like, shut up. I think – 
yes, I think he's writing those texts and he's thinking that even if she publishes them, he's not. He, it's I don't like think not, he thought that she was going to publish. Well, yeah, but I don't think he he thinks he's in the right, at least mm-hmm. when he sent them. The whole situation was incredibly triggering for me. Mm-hmm. Very triggering for me. It's very familiar stuff. And I was like worried that for her currently that now that she leaked these, what he would do. Like I got nervous like – what is he sending her now? Or what is he, you know what I mean? Like, I would be so scared. I thought that she was doing it because he is sending her stuff now. And this is her way to like combat it. Like, if I put this out there, he'll stop. I think he get, I I would be so, I was so nervous thinking about like, if he, if he's going to come for her so hard now. But like a lot of his co-stars have now come out and said that they like, don't like him. Oh, really? Yeah. I knew stories about him from a long time ago. I thought I like posted something one time being like that he was cute and a mutual friend messaged. This was like years ago and a mutual friend messaged me and was like, he harassed me at a party. Don't post that. And I was like, oh, down, taken down immediately. Yeah. I mean, there's the person that she's an adult now, but she was 16 at a party that came out and said that yeah. he forcibly kissed her after like coercing her to go to his car to get a cigarette. When are these other guys that I know about who prey on Disney Channel stars going to get outed? I would like that to happen from the things I witnessed in my time. Well, I think it's really powerful that she shared the images because I think it is that kind of like blurry line, right? Where like when you're in it, when you have seen this person's pain, yeah, you get blurred to like that what they are doing is trying to control you yes. or like it's not as clear as a physical abuse. And so I think it's been probably so helpful and eye opening for people to be like, oh, uh oh, this is not OK. And then for other to see the reaction of other people being like that what he did isn't that bad. It's like, oh, oh yeah. you must be doing something very similar. Or people who are like therapized like you said Mm -hmm. Melissa and who are like yeah that's is bad and here's how he's doing x y and z and I'm like no you're doing you're doing it like you're just you just have the language to be able to be like oh yeah that's gaslighting right and it's like you don't know what you're talking about oh you mean people who pretend like they're against that stuff but then do it privately yeah Mm -hmm. yeah or like I have and I've said this in a lot of relationship stuff I've never dated someone and then been like, here are all the ways I want you to change. I've never done that. Mm -hmm. I've never once said to someone, you need to do this, this, and this. I've never once like told someone like, you you need to behave differently in these ways. Like I, I just wouldn't do that. So then a lot of my confusion with some of my relationships that have fallen apart is when they do that to me and they're like, well, don't you have like, and I'm like, no, because I would never tell you what to do. I just simply wouldn't be doing this. So it's like this weird thing where like it's come up for me a couple of times where people are like, well, these are the boundaries I need you to abide by, but it's really just demands Mm -hmm. or rules. And then it's like, do you have ones for me? And I'm like, not really, because you're like an independent person. And I, (laughs) I wouldn't, I simply would not have this list for you. (laughs) It's confusing. It's hard, right? Because it's like at the same time as like therapy is becoming more normalized, it's like, uh uh-oh, being used also as a force for like control and, you know, and like acting as if like you know the term so then you're behaving correctly when Mm -hmm. really it's like let's move away from vocabulary and instead just look at the basic 
of this dynamic right? yeah. and is there an unfair power dynamic is yes. there unfair pressure put on one person like how does the relationship make the two people feel like yes. take out all the fancy language and let's get back to like does is do you feel happy here or right. do yeah. you feel safe here <laughs> yeah exactly Turtles All the Way Down is the acclaimed number one bestseller by John Green, author of The Fault in Our Stars and Paper Towns. Turtles All the Way Down is now streaming on Max. NPR named the novel a, quote, sometimes heartbreaking, always illuminating glimpse into how it feels to live with mental illness. Aza Holmes never intended to pursue the disappearance of fugitive billionaire Russell Pickett, but there's a $100,000 reward at stake and her best and most fearless friend Daisy is eager to investigate. So together, they navigate the short distance and broad divides that separate them from Pickett's son, Davis. Aza is trying. She's trying to be a good daughter, a good friend, a good student, and maybe even a good detective, while also living with the ever-tightening spiral of her own thoughts. Turtles All the Way Down is a brilliant novel about love, resilience, and the power of lifelong friendship. As someone with OCD, it is so wonderful to see OCD represented in an incredible book. I think it is so important that we talk about mental illness, both in our own lives and through narrative. Buy your copy of Turtles All the Way Down in stores today and catch the movie streaming on Max. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you all about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions you wish to ask. And then she can either type her response or use their voice-to-text feature and mylifeinabook.com compiles all her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. Imagine discovering stories about her youth, adventures, and the challenges she overcame. This book becomes a legacy, something you and future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's given you a lifetime of stories, this is your chance to give her a way to share them. Right before I found out about this project, my mom made an offhand comment about wanting to write a memoir because she had such a wild childhood and there are all these things she's never really talked to us about. But asking someone to sit down and write a memoir is kind of daunting. So then I got her mylifeinabook.com and now she's getting prompts to answer on a weekly basis and it's a lot easier than just undertaking an entire memoir. I'm so excited to see what my mom does with mylifeinabook.com because she's someone who doesn't always always feel comfortable just sharing about herself, but having these prompts and knowing that I really want to hear her answers is going to inspire her to probably share more with me about her life and her upbringing than I've ever been shared with before. So I'm so excited for that. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code just between us at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code just between us for 10% off today.
just to throw in like the whole Kiki Palmer's baby daddy situation. Oh, you, wanna, you had one of those posts? I had one of those. It's just a pop culture chat with like a picture of Kiki and on the cover of the cut. Her current partner, you were just talking about this, like posted and was like, your outfit's too sheer at like the Usher concert. Mm -hmm. And was like, you're a mom. You shouldn't dress like that. First of all, text her. Not just... You're a mom. He said, I'm the head of my house. I need to take care of, my, I'm paraphrasing. I'm the head of my house. I need to take care of my home. And uh, I have something to say about my wife. And it's like, she's not your wife. Oh, no. She, and, and she dumped him. It's She dumped him? Yes. yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't hear that. That's they wonderful They don't follow news. each other on anything. No, she but dropped he's him already, immediately. She's made merch about <laughs> it that says, I'm a mother on it. <laughs> he's already sliding into people's DMs. Yeah. And they're sc posting screenshots of it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. I feel like, it's I don't know her, but I feel like she didn't really like him. She just got pregnant and then wanted to be a mom. They were together for like a year. Yeah, but I'm saying I think she was probably like, well, I want to be a mom. And this seems to be the, the person who has impregnated. That's my guess. I can't imagine where she liked him very much. But I don't think she's come out publicly and said she dumped him so much as unfollowing each other and releasing merch. I wish I had released merch. <laughs> it's never too late. It's never too late. But she has a podcast. I'm sure she's going to be talking yeah, about it. Too. Yeah. It's just like these expectations of getting with someone and then being like, I know who you are. Here's my list of things I want to be different about you. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. And also they all involve you behaving completely differently the way that I want you to behave. Yeah. It's it's very upsetting, but I love that she dumped him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what I was talking about. Like, that he posted that publicly. Like, what are people doing? I think the main thing was he was jealous of Usher. Yeah, he that's felt emasculated. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, like, she su totally financially supports him, too, yes. right? You fumble wow. the bag, baby. You fumble the bag. <laughs> Truly. And now maybe he'll have to pay her child support. That would be amazing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Love that for her. Okay, can we read Creepy Encounters? Sure. Okay. So Creepy Encounters is uh, just what it seems. But some <laughs> of them are true. and so, I mean, I don't know. I think some of them are true and some of them are like little stories made up. What? That's not fair. They're like Snapple facts. Well, we don't know. We don't know. Mildly Creepy Encounters where you weren't actually in any imminent life-threatening danger. Okay. okay. So it implies that there should be real. Yeah. But I mean, are the I'm an assholes real? We don't know. We I'm, know. I'm pretending they all are. Yeah. Creepy Encounter while babysitting. Good day, everyone. This is something that happened this past Friday while I was babysitting. For a little bit of context, I'm 21 female, a college student, and have been babysitting since I was 14. I'm not an expert on literally anything. However, over the years, I have learned caution and resilience. At age 15, I took babysitting classes at our youth center, as well as a female self-defense course. Did you guys take babysitting classes? Yeah. I did. Yeah. What? There's babysitting classes? I had to take babysitting classes. Yeah, yeah. when I was like 12. What, they did you like CPR and Yeah, stuff? or like, like how to hold the baby. <laughs> yeah, don't go to the door, how to um, hold the baby, things like that. Yeah, yeah, we learned how to make little snacks. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah, it was like at the YMCA or something. I don't think that I really babysat much, but I was a camp counselor. Right, you didn't have a little sibling. See, I had, we had little siblings. We had little siblings. Oh, interesting, yeah. So I babysit at least once a month for this one family. I like them because they pay me more than my usual hourly rate. They have a big house with internet I can use to do my homework, and the two kids are surprisingly well-behaved and compliant. So the two parents have like a monthly ritual of going out around 5 p.m. and returning a little after 2 a.m. 
I'm always offered to sleep in the guest bedroom and stay until morning. I Wait, usually, I'm sorry. These parents are really having a good time. They're swingers. They obviously, I don't know that they're swingers, <laughs> but I'm going to guess that they're swingers. Okay. I usually just stay awake and abuse their satellite TV and leave when they come back. This is unrelated, but can I just say, speaking of creepy stuff, I, I listen to these true crime podcasts and they'll be like, this young boy, and it was like 19, he said he was going out with friends and then his phone was found in a field a long way away, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, what was he doing in that area? And I was like, sucking dick, my friends. Like, this is a gay, this is a down low gay. <laughs> like mm. like they, they act like it's so wild that this, what would he be doing out in the woods? Fucking my man. Anyway, okay. So You have such a very specific lens in which you see the world. I'm just saying that, like, they act like it's so wild. Like, and he wasn't even, he had no reason to be there. And he didn't tell anyone where he was going. Yeah, dude, he went to cruise. Anyway, okay. The house is in Don't you have to go to places other people go to cruise, though? People cruise like in parks just, and, or you meet up with someone saying, on like, Grinder. You can't just go to a random field and hope someone but else it's will like be a known the place. A known field, Vaseline Alley, you can go to and But cruise. I would just think if someone went missing from that, wouldn't someone else come out and say, actually, that's a popular cruising place? They might, <laughs> or they might have met up with someone on Grinder In a field? In a field. All right, fair enough. Okay. The house is a nice neighborhood without a lot of neighbors. Very quiet. Also, their home is armed with an alarm system I have the code to and can arm and disarm it through my phone. That'll be relevant in a second. So I always take them for pizza at this place that has an arcade. I do this so they tire themselves out and go to bed early. Plus, the little girl that I babysit is always on a mission to win a family of stuffed animals from the prize store, so I'd be the world's worst babysitter if I didn't guide her in that pursuit. If anyone may be wondering, for whatever reason, after Friday night, she only needs the daddy stuffed animal before her collection is complete. Go, girl. Anywho, I'm rambling. I was sitting at a table and watching them play in a ball pit while also texting on my phone. This couple came over and sat at the same table as me. It was a long table with parents scattered here and there, so this wasn't alarming. The couple looked normal enough. Both were probably in their mid-20s, possibly a little older. Is this an alien subreddit or this is creepy people? Creepy encounters. It could okay. be anything. Okay. Creepy encounters. I was completely ready for this to be like a ghost in the best well, in the we guest room. Creepy encounters. We don't know yet. Okay. <clears throat> they talk to each other, but the guy turns to me and says, are you the one babysitting Dr. So-and-so's kids? The parents of these children are both doctors. In the specific region we live in, this would be a common enough information, but I still chose to answer their question with an irrelevant statement. Oh, I wonder what they used to make the pizza here. Yeah, I know. I'm a master of deception. <laughs> I deserve an Oscar for my performance. However, they seem to see right through my clever ruse. They started making weird comments. They talked about the kid's parents. They commented on the daughter and how they wondered if she would look as pretty as the mom. Ew. Okay, my dudes. I don't know if that was intended to be creepy, but I'm going to be safe and pretend it was. The woman says to me, and I quote, do they really let you dress like that while watching their kids? <gasps> she motioned with her eyes toward my t-shirt, which was admittedly a little tight, though aside from the little bit of a bosom crack, not revealing. I have a thin frame and a large chest. It's 90 degrees in my region right now. It's not like I can wear a hoodie and my tits have like a Crips and Bloods type relationship with any kind of shirt that has buttons. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I saw that as my cue to go and get the kiddos and bring them with their pizzas so we could bounce. After some very thought-provoking philosophical debating, they both got their prizes and we headed back to the house. Fast forward a few hours, both kids were bathed and put to sleep. I delivered a heartwarming rendition of Goodnight Moon and tucked them into dreamland. I have absolutely no concept of how old these kids are. Yeah, right? Because on the one hand, I'm like, they seem older. They're at the arcade alone. Have They have goals. But then it's like, Goodnight Moon, are they three? But they were in a ball pit, so that ages it down oh, okay. a little bit. Ball pits are... Yeah, ball pits are younger. Yeah. Ugh, I used to be so scared that there were needles at the bottom of ball pits. Needles? 
Yeah, you guys never had that? They used to tell us that there would be needles at the bottom of the ball pit. Why? Because I'm a redneck. But and like, we were so in you shitty areas. go to the bottom? No, just like be careful. There was like urban legends. Like, oh, those don't go in the ball pit. There's going to be a needle at the bottom. I mean, there are diapers in them all the time. <laughs> okay. It was around 9 p.m. and I was caught up on homework and just watching TV when I heard movement on the porch. I didn't think much of it at first, but the doorknob started rattling violently. I initially moved towards the front door, but miraculously, I remember that it was late at night. I was home alone with two kids and I very much wanted to live. I turned around to grab <laughs> this my- This person's a very really good, good writer. writer yeah. <laughs> I turned around to grab my purse, which is where I keep my taser. The back door starts rattling as well, accompanied by some banging noises. That's when I remember I haven't enabled the alarm system. If this was a horror movie scenario, of course the alarm wouldn't have worked and the intruders would have made their way inside. I hate to disappoint if you were expecting something more exciting, but I enabled it again quite easily with no incident. I ran upstairs, grabbed the two kids, put them in their parents' room in the walk-in closet. I hate that I scared them. When I gathered them up, I gave no context as what was going on. I didn't want to tell them someone was trying to get in the house. But I think in the process of the fear, not knowing seemed to be worse. I instructed them to stay there and stay quiet. Only open the door if they hear me talking. I unlocked the bedroom door, and then I went out there with my taser and hit the panic button on my phone. Several minutes went by and I got a notification that the alarm system was disabled. I planned on calling 911 even though the panic button already took care of that. But I found it more beneficial to arm it back. Then it disarmed again. <gasps> so I alarmed it again. By this time I could hear what sounded like two footsteps walking up the stairs. Good job, girl. You locked yourself inside with potential assailants. I was holding it together for the sake of the kids, but I was scared to death. I took a deep breath, pulled the trigger on my taser just to let them know it was armed. But I knew realistically it wouldn't do much good. I informed them through the door. The alarm was triggered and I was greeted by a familiar voice. Hey, it's Dr. So-and-so. You're safe. I opened the door, ran into their arms and started sobbing. I didn't realize how truly scared I was. When I enabled the alarm on my phone, they both got the notification from the place they were at. With the app, you have the option to view the porch cameras mm -hmm. as well. When they got the notification, the panic button was activated. They saw through the cameras that there was a man and a woman <gasps> on each side of the house. When the alarm kept disarming, that was them trying to get into the house. The people. Because they came home when yeah. they saw people on the camera. I don't understand. They came home when they the saw The owners people. of the house. Yeah. Yes. And then so they were undisarming it and she was arming Why it. Why would you disarm the alarm? Because they, they were trying the to get in. Uh, so if they opened the door, the alarm would go off. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Police report filed and I gave a statement mentioning the two weirdos I met earlier that day, even though there was no evidence that would point to them and the camera footage couldn't give any positive face IDs. So yeah, I was scared. I'm getting over it now. I'm just grateful the couple I was babysitting were close enough to make it to me. I hate to say it, but I find the police response time to be terrible. No shock there. <laughs> I'm currently back Wait, in my- Wait, so, okay, so the parents got made there, it there first. before the police. Yes, yes. Oh my God. I checked in to see how the kids were doing and they're holding up fine. I'm glad they have proper protection in their home and that this didn't end up being any worse. That's so spooky. That is scary. And I was I thinking know. like ghost stories spooky, but this Me is like too. real No, this life. is I think mostly like real things. This mm. is like, uh, what was that movie that they remade where the family- Was it scary? Funny yeah. games? No, where the scary people movies. were in the house and then the people from the town came to attack them in the I house. I watch scary movies. Knock so at the cabin? No, like Reservoir Dogs. No, baby, Reservoir Dogs. No, is that's not so Reservoir Dogs. Whatever, thing. I keep guessing. Every time I don't know the name of a movie, I guess it's Reservoir Dogs. No. <laughs> They said, the people have seemed to plan this and they have been watching you. Do not go back to the arcade and get the daddy. And <laughs> get the daddy animal. Oh. Do you think it was that couple? Yeah. yeah really? Yeah, they probably mm -hmm. followed them home. What was the goal? Just kidnap the kids. Oh. Or, I don't know, do a murder. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, hard, I'm having a hard time understanding the motivation here. Well, we don't know because we don't know who the people yeah. are. But 
they knew who the kid they knew the kids were yeah the child of them people yeah and they were asking weird questions about the kids so this is why kids yeah this is why we're gonna have that episode that we're hopefully gonna do about not posting your kids online because i'm on a crusade would if that happened would you want to move i would would find you oh my god jesus christ melissa because look they knew that the babysitter was going to this arcade all the time because Mm -hmm, they mm -hmm. were trying to complete the family for the stuffed animals Mm -hmm. They clearly were watching. They knew exactly who they were. Now and here's they my asked question: her If she was the babysitter, which they already knew the answer. Why give up oh, the you goat? Think they already knew. Yeah. Why give up the goat and go talk to them? Just break into the house. Why are Why are you giving them Facetime? You know what I mean? I don't know. That's why I'm saying I don't totally understand the motivations here. Well, I think a lot of what criminals happened was stupid. So. I think that they uh, creepy that encounter. They did not like the doctor. That the doctor caused yeah. that they, and that <gasps> yeah, they were, yeah. and it was a revenge plot. Yeah, Ooh. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, wild. Reddit was something that's never been discussed on Reddit, only to realize everything's already been discussed on Reddit. Mm-hmm. Whose turn is it? I think it's mine. Gabriel's. I'll say, is there such thing as like a scientist who only works with pigeons? <laughs> like a pigeonist. We know there's a lot of pigeon content on Reddit. Yeah, but Do is you there- You want science? A, the science of pigeons. Science of pigeons, okay. A pigeonist, not just a bird doctor. But like someone who's like, I study pigeons for realsies, realsies. I feel so bad for pigeons. They get a bad rap. They get a really bad rap. And they're just they're just little birds that are really smart and that and that we abandoned after training them. Did I ever tell you this is an embarrassing story? I was when I was like six, my dad, I was like outside playing and my dad came out and he was looking for me. And he said he came out to look for me and found me. And I was just sitting on the ground blowing kisses at pigeons. <laughs> Choke me up. <laughs> I remember it too because he went, what are you doing? And I was so mortified. I don't know what I thought I was doing, but I remember being like so embarrassed that someone caught me blowing kisses at the pigeons. <laughs> Where were the pigeons? I was like in a courtyard at my synagogue and I was just doing this. <laughs> That's so sweet. I don't know what I thought now I was how doing. How close were the pigeons to you? They were just like, I was sitting on the steps and they were kind of around in the courtyard. Not that close. But I was just blowing them each individual kisses. <laughs> I don't know why. But then I, my dad was like, why are you doing it? And I did not have an answer. That's, well, because you loved them. I think it's beautiful. It was so embarrassing. It was just like one of those things where it's like you feel like then in your mind, you're like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> why am I so weird? I think it's really lovely. Thanks. Nothing? No, I don't think there's I think type it would in just blowing be, kisses at pigeons. I think it would just be a uh bird scientist who specializes in pigeons. All right. Type in into Reddit blowing kisses at pigeons. That's not at all what you said. But let's see. Maybe someone else has done it. Or am I the only one in the world who's ever blown a kiss to a pigeon? <laughs> Oh, look at this dog that's blowing a kiss. That dog's blowing a kiss. Okay, well, wow, and that's much cuter than me, so. <laughs> well, I did it. I stumped Reddit, and I told an embarrassing story. That's the tri- 
Well, not a trifecta, but a, a double one. Let a me know if you've ever blown a kiss to a pigeon. <laughs> you've been blown a kiss by there's a pigeon a, in the rain. There's a toddler that was waving and blowing kisses at a pigeon. So was it me? It wasn't you, but somebody wrote about it. Okay, what's so sweet? What's the what's the reason? You know what I mean? Because it's nice. What do you mean? What's the reason? Anyway, <laughs> thanks so much for listening. We'll be back on Wednesday with a full episode of Just Between Us and back next Monday with Too Long Did Read It. Just Between Us is a Forever Dog production hosted by me, Allison Raskin. And me, Gabe Dunn. Produced by Melissa Diamond Monts. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Brendan Burns composed our killer theme music. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Forever Dog Team to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Also, you can follow this podcast at Just Between Us Pod on TikTok and at JBU Podcast on Instagram. Also, I'm on Instagram now at Gabe S. Dunn. And I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Allison Raskin. And on TikTok at, at Allison Raskin Baby. And I'm on TikTok as Dabby Gun. So branding's going really well over here. Yeah, good luck finding us. Forever. Dog.